Well, that was obviously disappointing. A very, very, one of those games that's just, you know, hard to swallow um, as a fan, you know, as a, as a diehard fan for whatever team you watch. It doesn't matter, you know, who you're a fan of. It doesn't matter how good your team is or how bad they are. The game tonight, um, Seattle Seahawks against the Arizona Cardinals, Sunday night football was just a hard game to accept when it was all said and done. What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this edition of uh, Short Yardage. And um, I'm back. I took the Seahawks took the week off last week, so you know, so did I. Um, I intended on coming up and doing a uh, kind of a hybrid, you know, uh, you know, post game Vikings pre game uh, Cardinals. Uh, show but didn't get around to it so um you know here we are um sunday night football prime time where russell wilson the seahawks tend to thrive and really show out and just do big great things um it didn't work out this this time um again just a really hard game to swallow you know a hard a hard um result to swallow, especially coming off the way, um, coming off the the way we won, you know, um, against Minnesota two weeks ago, you know, you, you you get you get this idea that we are just always going to win, you know, it's it's rare that you ever feel like we're not going to win, you know, and in 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 end of regulation, I I didn't think we were going to going to lose, and then in overtime. You know, I thought we were gonna we won we won the coin toss. We're gonna do it. And then when uh, Zane Gonzalez missed the kick, I thought we were gonna do it. Um, this this was a rough one. It just every, with every opportunity, um, we just missed. And it, it, it's very frustrating because the first half was so great. We we played so well in the first half. Again, offensively. Um, and let's just go ahead and go into that. We already know that the defense is a problem. Um, the defense is an issue. The defense really just cannot find a way to stop anybody um, well enough. We just can't do it. We just have not been able to figure it out. I've been a Ken Norton apologist, um, and I still at this moment do not know if Ken Norton is truly the problem or is it a personnel issue. Um, you know, we look back at the, at the Dan Quinn's, you know, and then after Dan Quinn, you know, we had, um, uh, you know, uh, Chris Richard, you know, and then, and this is when Ken Norton was our, you know, um, uh, you know, um, uh, Dan, Ken Norton was our linebacker coach, you know, um, or was it, or no, I'm sorry. After, uh, Dan Quinn, I guess it was Gus Bradley. Right. And then. Chris Richard and then Ken Norton. Um, but either way, whoever it was, if you look back in those days, the players were so great. The players were great. And now, um, you know, it seems that it's the, um, it, it's, it's, I mean, is it, is it Ken Norton's fault? I guess I, I'm, I'm struggling with it. I really am. I'm struggling with it. It's a real struggle. 
You know, um, I, I, I feel like, you know, Ken Norton has got to be such a great defensive mind that how can how can he not be good at this job? Right. I know the and, you know, you're going to go off of the the results. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I the the and I'm and I'm and I, I'm digressing from where I was going to go. Um, we know the defense is bad. It's been bad all season. And it doesn't look like it's getting better anytime soon. Not not really. Um, but today, I feel like this one's on Russell Wilson. And it's not very often you're going to hear me or really anybody else put a game on Russell. Put a loss on Russell. Um, I have to say um, that, yeah, Russell Russell made a few throws today that just weren't that great the one the last one in overtime wasn't that great I think I I got what he was looking at what he was looking for but the receivers weren't on the same page there I mean if if the uh, I can't remember the uh, top of my head right now the the player who intercepted it uh he was a young young guy uh, linebacker but if he hadn't made that catch there was a safety um, I think it might have been Buda Baker right behind him who probably would have made it as well there was no Seattle Seahawk player looking for the football on that play um, you know, the, the interceptions that he threw, I, I think were, you know, they were just, they were just bad decisions. They were bad decisions The the, the he, he, he lollipopped one over. I think, the, I think it was either to Carson or Hyde where it should have been a touchdown and instead ended up being, uh, I believe that was Buda Baker or was it Baker? Whoever it was, uh, picked that off and nearly took it back to the house. And on that play, I mean, I, I think the Seattle Seahawks did a great disservice to two people on that Seattle Seahawks roster. Two people. Number one, number one, I'll, I'll say number two in, in order from, from, from least to greatest. So 1A, okay, or number two, whatever, um, <laughs> is going to be Tyler Lockett. Lockett had an amazing day. Tyler Lockett had a banner day at the receiver position. Um, very unfortunate that it had to be in a losing effort. Um, great day for him. He is having obviously a Pro Bowl season, um, and and you know who knows what else. Um, but Tyler, but uh, excuse me, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf, after Russell Wilson threw that interception, DK Metcalf turned on the afterburners and caught up to that defender who was for sure he was getting six points. Caught up to him and saved the day and kept the points off the board. That was huge. That alone should have won us the football game. Now, I will, I'm not going to leave out the fact that we got a terrible terrible bs call on bobby wagner for unsportsmanlike conduct or, or uh what was it uh, un- unnecessary roughness when he hit the receiver coming across i think it might have been hopkins um coming across the middle of the field the ball was thrown um no it wasn't hopkins was it who was, i don't remember who it was but um wagner was just playing football the guy came across the ball was in his in his you know in his bubble and he just put a football hit on him and they and they threw a flag on him. That was a that was a third down would have been followed by a punt and allowed them to go down and score a touchdown. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. And and that, you know, that that made a difference. Take away that touchdown. We're not having this conversation that that made a huge difference. Um, but 
you know, I've been very not dismissive on the defense, um, but I've been, um, you know, I, I've been saying that def- we don't need to worry about the defense so much except for the pass rush, which is still the case. Um, didn't have a sack today. Um, so that, that that's a problem. Um, we've got to figure out something on defense. This this is not going to work. This is this is not going to work. The defense is going to have to be figured out um, for this team to continue to um, you know to continue to, to to win football games. This is a big game against a division rival who shows no signs of slowing down at this point. Uh, the the you know the 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 Arizona Cardinals are coming up uh coming up you know coming up hot over and over again now you know uh we're you know so we're now where we were two games ahead on the on the division now we're only uh one up uh on Arizona and you know it and and when are they going to stop winning if they do you know so uh this this is a big deal this this is this was an important game to win this really would have i mean to go 6 and 0 and take out you know our division rival in the process would have been huge. And now we have a division loss. This is no good. Um, it, the defense has to be fixed here. The defense has to be fixed here. Um, there's just no other way I can put it. Uh, th- this was just hard to watch. And it's not like it's anything new. We've been watching the defense struggle all season long, but the offense has been good enough um, you know, to, 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 to make up for it. And I guess if you think about it, uh, two weeks ago against Minnesota was just a ramp up to this, right? Well, I, m- 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 the Minnesota game must have just was probably just the the ramp up to today's loss. We we managed to win the game, so you know all's all's kind of well, right? All's well, kind of. Um, but it's not. It's not. Russell Wilson, thirty three of fifty for three hundred and eighty eight yards, three touchdowns. But those three interceptions just killed it. Um, we lost Chris Carson in the process. Um, I believe he had a foot injury, but Carlos Hyde came in and made some great plays. Um, uh, his, yeah, I think he had like a thirty-yard. Uh, 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 what? I think there was a. Was it a screen or was it a? I think it might have been a stretch play or a toss. I think it might have been a toss, like a toss sweep. Um, so Carlos Hyde did his job. Um, Homer still very, uh, underwhelming at the running back position. He had three carries for 10 yards. Um, David Moore had a nice, uh, run on a, uh, like a jet sweep type run, uh, which was cool. Um, uh, but David Moore, I mean, in overtime, ah, it's, it's tough to, 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 to really harp on one player when there's so many things wrong with your team. It's hard to just, you know, harp on one guy when he messes up. But that 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 hold wasn't necessary because DK Metcalf would have gotten the first down. He didn't need to score on that play. The hold that David Moore um had, the penalty, only allowed DK Metcalf to score a touchdown. He would have gotten that first down without the hold. So it's like more, come on more. You've been coming up money so much, David Moore. You've been money, you've been clutch, you've been doing your job and you blew it for us. We had won the game on that play, but your hold brought the play back. 
we can't recover. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's it, this was one of those, as I said, this is one of those games that's just hard to accept the result of it because you had so many opportunities to win it, and each one of those opportunities was just missed, and and you you could see you could see it clearly what could have been done differently, what should have been done differently. It was it's not a mystery here, not a mystery here. You know, we we were up, I believe, thirteen points twice in this game. Minnesota, Arizona didn't lead this game until they kicked the winning field goal in overtime. They never had the lead. They never had the lead in this game until the game's final play. We have got to figure out how to put these teams away. This is um, reminiscent of a previous Seahawk team. I'm trying to think which team was this. Was it? I don't know if it was Pete Carroll Seahawks still or not, but there was a Seahawk time where putting games away was an issue. Um, and um, and, and, at, and we're not, here we are again because the defense is so, you know, inept. You know, we, we haven't really had a real decisive victory yet outside of the Atlanta game. And that even wasn't, you know, I mean, going based on the points. You know, you look at the numbers and you look at the the flow of the game. It looked like it was a kind of a butt whooping, but it, it you know, but the reality of it is, I mean, they kicked an onside kick in that game. You know, so uh, I mean, so any game where you got the, got the team that's down kicking an onside kick means they're close enough to think they can win at the end. So that's not a butt whooping. Seattle needs to get this defense shored up. The pass rush. It's the pass rush at this point. The trade deadline's coming up. I can only imagine there has to be a move made or whether it's personnel or whether it's coaching. I just don't know. But um, this is this is tough. This is really tough. This was This is a good Arizona offense with a dynamic quarterback. Now, you can say that if it wasn't for the Kyler, Mur- the Kyler Murray, uh, you know, uh, factor, Maybe things would have been different, and that would have been legit. That would have been legit. Um, I think that'd be a legit statement. But you know, we've got some pretty you know good offenses to play here coming uh, moving forward. You know, the 49ers look like they're getting back on track. What about them, Buffalo? What about them? You know, this is this is you know the season is a long way from over, and this team only looks great on one side of the paper. The offense looks great. We're scoring over 30 points a game. Like this offense, forget about it. But the defense is just about equally as bad as the offense is good. So this is this is this is tough. I'm not even gonna deal with a whole bunch of stats on this. Um the basics here, you know, uh, what was it? Kyler Murray, what? He threw the ball 34 for 48 for 360 passing yards. 360 yards. That's like that's like our MO, right? More than that, you know? Three touchdowns. Did have the one pick. I think it was Condre Diggs that got that. That was a great play. I I saw that play as it was happening. When he when he threw it, it looked like he, he hesitated a little bit on it. And I was like, that's a pick. That's got to be a pick. Um, right in the middle of the field. That was good. And I was thinking, okay, now we're going to go down here and put this thing away. Um, the rushing, the running game, you know, Murray ran on us pretty good. He had nearly 70 yards and a touchdown himself. Um, Chase Edmonds, you know, the, we were we were pretty good on the running game outside of the quarterback until the end. And Chase Edmonds 
you know, had that big one in overtime. That was rough. Um, you know, Kenyon Drake, he went out of the game. I think he's hurt pretty badly. Um, DeAndre Hopkins, you know, 10 catches, 103 yards, one touchdown. I, I don't know that you can really stop him, you know, much better than that. You know, 10 catches, I think certainly not. We certainly didn't hold him down, but it's DeAndre Hopkins, and he has a great mobile quarterback back there. Um, Edmonds caught seven out of the backfield for 87 yards. You know, Fitzgerald did his work. Um, this is a, it's just a rough game, just a rough game to watch. And moving forward, um, you know, when we see what Pete Carroll is going to have to say in his press conferences and, you know, moving through the week, uh, there's gotta be some changes. made. This is the, this is the breaking point. I think, I think this game is the breaking point. Now you could say, okay, now we're five and one. All right. One loss is not the end of the world. This is true. But the way that it broke down was the same way that I think it broke down against Minnesota. The difference being that Minnesota was up 13 nothing at halftime, whereas, you know, we were up at the half. You know, we were, we were winning this game um, and let them come back. But it's the, it's the matter of being able to close it out in the end. Giving up, you know, Seattle makes has been making such opportunistic plays. I the funny thing is, early in this game, I was already already planning on coming out here and getting on this microphone and saying, say what you want about this Seahawk defense. Say what you want. They make the play when it matters. That was my narrative I was coming with a couple hours ago. And as the game progressed, I went, okay, I'm gonna have to switch that. <laughs> That's not gonna work. That is not going to work for a uh, for a narrative for this podcast because um, you can't you can say what you want about it, um, but when the time came to make the big play, they didn't make it today. They didn't make it on Sunday night, um, and you know it. W- that's just what it is. That's just what it is. You've got to make more plays more often, rather than count on making the big play only when it matters most. Because you know. Sometimes, sometimes you're going to flip that coin. It's not going to land on your side. Oh, this was a rough one. This was a rough one uh, for us. Um, and um, again, I think this might springboard us into some change, which is a good thing. We split the series with Arizona usually anyway, but usually we win the one in Arizona and, and they beat us at, at, at the clink. Maybe we'll do it the other way around this year. Um, so, you know, the, the world is not, the the world is not ending right now. The sky is not falling, but you know, there's something in the air and we need to get it cleared up. We need to get it cleared up. You guys make sure you check out the team at Seattle sports union. That's seattlesportsunion.com on the web at Seattle Sports U on Twitter and Facebook. Um, the whole team, myself there as well, uh, Abraham Deweese, Brian Solak, the rest of the team, talking about all things Seattle sports from the Mariners to the Mist. And of course, the Seattle Seahawks. Listen to our, um, you know, our windbagging and our, you know, unlicensed professional opinions about our Seattle Seahawks. Um, I'll make sure I link to that on the website here that's gonna do it for me um this is a sad sunday night i really hate 
when I have to go to bed thinking about how poorly my Seahawks played because it really affects me for the whole week. I'm one of those fans that my week is no no good when the Seahawks lose. Um, fortunately, we win more often than we lose. Um, otherwise, I'd be a very sad person. <laughs> but this is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk. Thank you for joining me on Short Yardage. Go Hawks.